0: Hello and welcome to Polk County This Week. Polk County This Week gives you a chance to hear about things happening in our area and a chance to hear from some of the people making news or covering it. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy this edition of Polk County This Week.
1: Polk County This Week is a public affairs presentation of Hall Communications. Starting off uh, our morning with uh, Barry Friedman from uh, your local online source, For Lakeland information, it's lakelandnow.com, lkldnow.com. Barry Friedman, founder and editor-at-large of said publication. Hi, Barry.
2: Hey, how you doing? Let's listen to the next line. Be my Dixie Chicken. walk together down in dixieland yeah no, the guy that I, got that shot, guy shot in the no, no, head no
1: no no that's what i
2: thought too but this memphis is song. this is lowell george walking in memphis is different little feet this is little feet lowell george was the writer in 1973 50 years ago how did he know that 50 years later there'd be all these chickens
1: in dixieland that's right so who
0: knew
2: down together down to Dixieland. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so so we had a feature uh, over the weekend written by Stephanie Claytor mm-hmm. about the fact that there's a lot more backyard residential chickens in Lakeland, in the Lakeland area, ever since the pandemic. And yep. Dixieland is. Well, one eggs of the got really expensive. Them. They for have. A while, that's part so. of it. So, so here's part of it. I mean, eggs are expensive and you get free eggs, but there are startup costs. Uh, The article talked to two people. Mm -hmm. I I actually
1: know both of them. One of them used to have a regular feature on this show, Lori Walker. I
2: remember. I used to watch her Uh. when she live-streamed it on Facebook.
1: And um, also um, uh, the Tiffany Laramie, I think, or Larrabee? Yep, Yep. Yep. Larrabee. Larrabee is the daughter of my friend, and in the picture that shows her chicken coop, I could see his barn uh, in the background over there because he lives next door to his daughter, so...
2: So uh anyway, but uh the the cost can be quite a lot. Um in, in Laura's case, she spent three hundred and fifty dollars on her coop in getting started. Mm. Uh your your friend, Tiffany, um, Tiffany spent three thousand dollars on mm. her coop. Um, but she's got forty two chickens. Not yeah. many people <laughs> that's are a lot that. of eggs. Plus she's out in the county where somebody in the city's only gonna have, have a few. So yeah. and there are eggs? and
1: there there are some rules also there definitely are in, yeah. in
2: the city uh, it's a little bit uh, more restrictive in the city if you uh you have to have your coop at least 50 feet away from residences mm-hmm. um, unless 75 percent of the people nearby give their consent now, my wife has talked about having chickens for years we don't haven't done it yet, but she did get with the only neighbors who would be within 50 feet, and they said, Sure, go ahead. Now, one of the city rules is uh, basically you can't have any fowl that would make noise that offends so, neighbors. So, no basically, roosters. no roosters. Mm. That, however, apparently somebody's violating that in my daughter's neighborhood. She lives pretty close to here, down in the Lake Hunter area. Mm. And there is a rooster there that, um, let me just say, my Son in law has threatened to use his shotgun in the (laughs) past. He has not done it yet, (laughs) but he has thought about it. He's talked about it. Oh,
0: gosh. Tiffany sounds like she's got a lot of chickens, so she's going to have a lot of eggs. So is she selling them or is she giving them away? What is she doing with all her eggs? I don't know about that. She can't possibly eat them all. No, no, no. no, I can't imagine that forever. Right? I mean, it's
1: like a good eggs. idea to have
3: your own chickens.
0: Yeah, I mean, but fresh eggs don't last as long as the ones that we get. No, they
1: last fine, right? and you don't even have to refrigerate them. I know yeah. they don't
0: have to be refrigerated. You have to
1: wash them though, because you got to watch wash out for them, salmonella and other bacteria.
0: I thought if you washed them, then you had to refrigerate. Mm-hmm. I don't
1: know. Just leave that. them sitting but on if, the counter.
3: But if you have your own chickens and they and you get your eggs from those chickens, it's way less likely that you're going to have any sort of like. Forum bacteria on it.
0: I would be eating eggs all day long. You would, breakfast, yeah. lunch, you they dinner. Came I'd be like, from. Eggs yeah. all day long.
3: I just saw this thing, this documentary about like how it was kind of like eggs are dangerous, but it was you know, it's like they it can be, they yeah. can be. Chickens yeah, that's are nasty. that's what, that's really what it was. Chickens
1: that, can be nasty, it's, especially it's when there's a the like, ton
3: of them in the same place yeah. together. You know. So in
2: unincorporated polk, there's no limitation on uh, having chickens in land zone for agriculture. I imagine that's the case mm-hmm. with, uh, with Tiffany. I don't know. But in residential areas out in the county, uh, code enforcement can get involved if there is a complaint within 250 feet of where you live. So mm-hmm. anyway, kind of an interesting feature. I learned some, some stuff. Oh, um, yeah. You know, this, this is a little-known little, little known fact. I don't even know if it still holds, but a long time ago— Almost 50 years ago. Wow, we're getting old. My uh, my wife worked briefly for the Florida Agricultural Extension Service, mm. and uh, that was in Hillsborough County. And there were a lot of there was a lot of egg production there. But the thing that I thought was amazing is that there's an area of Zephyr Hills within about 10 miles of Zephyr Hills that produced 10 percent of all the eggs in the nation. This was back in the 70s. Wow, that's still true. But that was pretty amazing. That's a lot. Yeah. So, yeah, I know you used to see a lot of chicken coops, mm. you know, rows and rows of commercial coops uh, through Pasco County and some in Plant City as
3: well. But I think now I think there's only two main farms that produce the eggs. And then there's like four companies that kind of like culture them and move them out, I think, like produce like one of them. I don't, I don't know, know the other do two chicken, farms. I don't
2: though. know if they do eggs. It's really big in chicken production. If
0: you wash the eggs, they they, have to be refrigerated. They they get the eggs, Yeah, yeah. Because there's this thing called the bloom that protects the egg Mm. from the bacteria. If you wash it away, it no longer has it. Or maybe just wash it right before you use it. Yeah, it's susceptible to spoiling. So you can store unwashed, natural, fresh eggs all day long outside the refrigerator. But if you wash them,
1: you have to refrigerate them. Or use it right away. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Well, there's like two two
3: farms that make. That's not yeah. really. Sorry. Public people don't really know. I guess, I guess if
1: really you have a lot of chickens,
3: that you produce for uh, for eating, you probably also have a lot of eggs. So that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So <laughs> like those farms, they produce the eggs for like the places that either give out eggs or chicken. I guess. Got it. So we had uh, there was another. Um,
2: animal-related story in, in the, the Lakeland area, mm-hmm. uh, and that is that on Friday, the Florida Department of Health issued a rabies alert for a yes. section of North Lakeland. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. So this is between U.S. 98 and Kathleen Road, and then on oh. the south side is Duff Road. North would be West Socrum Loop, uh, and that was after that there was an attack uh, previously, I guess the same week, um, a rabid raccoon the dog would not let go, oh, so the gosh. owner ended up shooting and killing it. Yeah. They took it to a lab in Tampa and confirmed it had rabies. This, yeah. this was on this Green off Road. off Green Road, yeah. yeah. So uh, just something wow.
1: That's not be too far from if you, my house, actually.
0: Yeah. If what happened to the area. dog? The uh,
2: dog apparently was not terribly badly wounded. It's being uh, isolated, and it's, I guess, gotten a rabies. Maybe already had his rabies infection. shots, That's hopefully. Right. I think so. Yeah, but yeah. but it's being isolated until you know they're sure of it.
1: I mean, you're supposed to have your your pets are supposed to be uh, inoculated against rabies. That so.
0: poor dog's probably traumatized.
1: Well, probably. Yeah. So have you ever uh, seen a rabid raccoon or a uh, ma- even even I've just seen, a mad one?
3: I've
0: seen just raccoons yeah. and they're kind of scary. I've never, I've
3: never seen like an angry, <laughs> raccoon. <laughs> I've seen an angry
1: like, raccoon.
0: I've
3: always seen like raccoons on my back porch.
0: We had that a, just, uh, like a minute. The
3: cat food. And they just, look like, curious. Guy
0: from Guardians of the Galaxy is a raccoon. I seen him angry, but that's about it. <laughs> we had
2: a uh, juvenile raccoon trying to steal our in fact stealing our dog's food last week. Oh, and, yeah. uh, Chase, oh, i opened the door and he just ranches on turn on the light. He, he, ran
0: was, away. Hungry. he was hungry.
2: Well <laughs> we, we were... have a big brick on top of the dog food container now, so we can't open it. We anymore.
3: were at a pool at an apartment building, apartment complex that we used to have friends at, and we were sitting at like the little cabana and we could see like it wasn't bothering us. There's a little raccoon in the garbage can right beside, like, just, like, feet away from us, just, like, grabbing, like, the bag of cheese and opening up the bag of cheese reaching inside and eating the cheese. It was so weird because they have, like, human hands. It's very weird. Anyway, the
2: uh, Department of Health says if you have (laughs) cats and you live in that area, make sure they're vaccinated against rabies and avoid contact with wildlife. Mm -hmm. Ooh. So do we have time for one more story? Sure. One more story. Uh, When you think of high-tech cities, do you think of Lakeland? Anybody? No. No.
1: Not yeah, Austin. I mean there is right? some We're not Seattle. Yeah. Not uh I don't think it's p- uh, Palo
2: Alto.
0: Oh Palo Alto.
2: Well uh public <laughs> supermarket has around twelve hundred IT workers in downtown Lakeland mm-hmm. and oh, yes. they're going to be adding more.
0: I saw your article. That's right.
2: Yeah. Well you know well we've we've written about this before, yeah. but there's some, some new things going on. Uh, Right now, uh, I.T. workers from Publix take up much of the Bank of America building, the old Ledger building where I used to work, and the uh, old J.C. Penney building. Mm -hmm. They recently bought the FedEx uh, building. Longtime residents will know of that as either Moss Brothers or Burdines Mm -hmm. back in the day. Uh, They're going to continue hiring Mm -hmm. I.T. workers, several hundred. And... uh, According to Steve Scruggs, the president of the Lakeland Economic Development Council, the average rate wage will be a hundred and thirty mm-hmm.
1: thousand dollars. I was going to say, if you're if you're uh, if IT is your specialty and you're yeah. looking for a job, uh, always check the public's website because they will pay you well if you're good at your job. For oh, yeah.
2: sure, and uh, they plan to invest fifty million dollars to upgrade both the FedEx and the Penny Building.
0: Why you Don't say me? that out loud. Why not? <laughs> we'll lose our IT guy. He'll move over to Publix.
1: I think he's comfortable here.
0: I
3: hope so.
1: He's yeah, he's
3: We
0: he want to keep here. him. We he's, don't want to lose him to he's the Publix. He's the
3: director of his department. <laughs> he is. <laughs> and <laughs> he's the <laughs> only one in his department. He's the only win. one in his department. <laughs> so he's got a pretty good deal.
0: <laughs> he's the whole department. <laughs> he ha- he has he's
3: the only one that bosses himself around and he doesn't have to tell anybody what to do.
0: Is he a pretty good boss? He's yeah, a he's, and a, great he's boss. a great IT guy. <laughs> well that's great. <laughs>
3: Where's oh, so the FedEx building at? Where's that? Across
0: from me. So, you know where I, I am? I don't know where you live. Okay, I'm on Tennessee. No, I'm <laughs> well, on Tennessee between there. Orange and Lime, and across the street is CPS Investments, and across from them is the FedEx building. Right, right. It used to be, uh, if you've been here a
2: long time, right? It used to be Moss Brothers, and then it was Burdines.
1: Oh. I don't know. I never saw it. has the walkway that goes big across retail the street. Stores downtown. Oh, I
3: thought that was the JC.
1: Last City Moss building. Brothers I remember yeah. was. Uh, it might have been. I remember been, it the it one right, in downtown Tampa.
2: I got my wedding suit there. Did you?
1: <laughs> I
3: did. You're not. You're, my
1: you're mom saying, used to take me to the restaurant there. I think it was on the fourth floor.
2: Right. Right. You're not so, saying
3: that the old J.C. Penney building is the FedEx building. It's the next building. Yeah. It's next to it. Yep. Yeah, exactly. oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's the one that has. That's the right, walkway. The walkway. That's the walkway. Right. There's so a walkway. Oh, was it? No, yeah. that was
0: the FedEx. building. That's the yeah. FedEx yeah. building. Yeah. That's been FedEx for a long time.
2: Yeah, just just as an aside, when I came to the Ledger back in the early 80s, uh, it was also the headquarters for the New York Times Regional Newspaper Group, and the president of the whole group would say, hey, do you want to go to the club with me? And he didn't mean the Yacht Club. He meant he, meant, he wanted to uh, go to the restaurant at the Moss oh, yeah. Brothers, yeah. Oh. which, for those who remember, had the best cinnamon rolls oh, ever. They
1: also had the best key lime pie.
2: Oh, I don't remember that. Oh, oh yes, that's right. They oh,
1: did. Oh, my right. goodness. I Their key lime pie was the best.
3: Oh, yeah. I didn't know it was the FedEx. There's so many trees in that area now. You can't really see the, the full buildings
1: very no. well.
3: well, anyway, Publix has
2: also bought the property just south of City Hall. That's got the vacant... Florida Citrus Mutual Building, and they want it knocked down. They want it knocked That's down. That's vacant. It's been vacant for a long while. time. Oh, I've never needed a reason bestos. to go in there. So.
3: it's uh, apparently in pretty bad disrepair. Yeah. Take a lot to. Uh, I mean, I definitely didn't think it was a great looking building. Like it didn't look like it was being used. But I was like, this a looking building, right? There's yeah. always people parked in the parking lot. So I don't
1: know. well, and they well, just because they use the parking they lot. Do yeah, parking lot. Now Publix
2: Ooh. would like to use that whole part of uh, lot for surface parking for all these new people. They right. might come in downtown. They presented that plan to the city about a year ago, and at the time, the city said that they weren't too sure about it. They're yeah. trying to move away from surface parking. Right. So what you see downtown is where there used to be surface parking lots. Mm-hmm. People are building a combination garage with either residential or commercial or both. I mm. uh, like the Heritage Place would be one example. Yeah. They're going to be building on Oak Street is another. And so the city said they didn't really like that idea. Um, Publix kind of withdrew their plan, but they've come back now. And the city is now saying that, you know, now that they understand the scope of what Publix is planning to do, you know, they're okay with it. Um, Steve Scruggs from LEDC says that eventually Publix will want something other than surface parking there as they expand. Anyway, the city commission will be voting um, on this on August 21st, a few weeks from today. Okay. Um. So we'll be hearing more about that.
1: Good morning on Polk County Live. Who's this?
4: Hey, it's Gary. How are you? Hey, Gary. What's up? Uh, not much. If you remember, it was Watkins before FedEx. Yeah, that's oh, right. Oh, that's right. And yeah.
2: FedEx bought Watkins, if I And then
1: they moved that over to what? Uh, over to Griffin Road? Yep. Uh. Yeah, that became Landspan, I think. Yeah. Uh, but it was hey, Watkins well, there a for a while. Thanks, Gary. See ya. Barry Friedman is the founder and editor at at large of lakelandnow.com lkldnow.com huh? <laughs> i know
0: right i was uh, thinking the same thing
1: that is the uh, your your online source for all of your local information there's an events calendar on there you can sign up for the weekly newsletter get the information right into your inbox barry thank you very much for thank coming you. on as always uh, great to see you. see you next week hello and here's what's happening around central florida The Polk Museum of Art is pleased to announce the opening of its latest exhibition, Remembering Vilna, the Holocaust and the Art of Samuel Bach. The exhibit's on view now through January 7th, 2024. Featuring nearly 30 paintings in the museum's Dorothy Jenkins Gallery, this powerful exhibition uses Bach's personal history as a child of the Holocaust as a jumping-off point to explore universal themes of conflict, resilience, and hope, the consequences of prejudice and persecution, and the necessity of preserving historical memory for future generations. Bach's early life was marked by the trauma of Soviet and Nazi occupation of his hometown and his experiences in the Vilna Ghetto, forced labor camps, and hiding in a convent to escape discovery by the Nazis. Make sure you see this exhibition. It's now through January 7th at the Pope Museum of Art at Florida Southern College in the Dorothy Jenkins Gallery. The museum's at 800 Palmetto Street in Lakeland near the Main Branch Library. And that's what's happening around Central Florida. And joining us now on the program, it is Colonel Gary Clark. He's uh, with the uh, Polk County Veterans Council, and he takes care of the vets here in our area. Uh, I'm better than anyone else could, as far as I can tell. Well, Uh, Colonel Clark, how are
4: you? I'm great. I don't know about taking care, but uh, we're glad to be able to assist. You care for us. You're able to uh, help people. We can sort of do a little traffic direction of of where to go to get assistance for those that need it and mm-hmm. uh, and to uh, help those that want to be involved and and that's uh, that's a thing that's probably more important than than anything else is citizens who like to be involved in in uh, assisting veterans or being involved with veteran programs and and such and so mm-hmm. we we're, we're sort of a conduit for that as well. So we uh, cool. we, we 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 stay busy there with uh, with doing all those things but anyway it's uh let me just uh, uh mention also you know school starting yes, yes sure and is. uh i had uh, I, I had an opportunity on friday to spend a good three hours or so with uh, a lot of the incoming and the returning jrotc instructors around the county there's 14 programs in the county Mm-hmm. Uh, that ha- that sponsored JRTC, so somewhere around four thousand kids or so yeah. uh, enroll in JRTC, and I am I am so impressed with the 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 instructors that we have in this county. I mean, there there's uh, that 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 are involved with the JRTC program. All of them are are retired military. Um, most of them uh, recent retirees and uh just an incredible group of uh, individuals both male and female uh that uh that have the heart for uh for instructing for leading for developing these uh these kids giving them an opportunity and uh, as as everyone probably knows you know our JROTC at the high school level is is not uh to prepare people for military service that's not the objective the objective yes. is leadership, character development and, uh, and, and citizenship.
1: Now and, that's not uh, to say that some of them don't later go on to military careers but correct. but yeah it, it's, it's not like a college ROTC where right. if you're in that uh, you're gonna get commissioned as an officer and you
4: know. right exactly right. And, and a very small percentage of them will will go on but mm. the, the, uh, the, the, the structure that and the discipline and, and everything that they learn in, in, that, in that program, uh, really benefits them for the rest of their life. Right. And, uh, uh, you know what I like to say about it is that these are the, these are kids that get enrolled in this program and get involved are are kids that Grady Judd's not going to see. Right. I mean they're not going to be the kind that they're going to be making good decisions uh, in their life and uh, and we're proud of that and we're we're proud of of those that that go on. If you go around the county, you'll find. Uh, young men and young women in various walks of life who have gone through the ROTC program at the high school level mm. and uh, we, we have a we have a superintendent here in, the, in that that is very supportive of that program uh, and uh, he pays uh, pays careful attention to it and uh, and I applaud the school board as well for for their efforts to ensure that it stays uh, as uh, as relevant as it has been and, and will continue to be. Yeah,
1: and, uh, and, and I think uh, <clears throat> it's it's a lot about timing. And that timing in, in that uh, young person's life, I think, is the right time for them to learn some discipline and to learn some teamwork and to learn that, that type of thing that's going to be helpful to them for the rest of their lives.
4: Exactly, yep. exactly. And I just encourage... Um, uh, both individuals and businesses out there, that uh, if you see an opportunity uh, to, to support the jRc programs, there's a lot of things that go on. There, there are rifle teams, there are drill teams, all the various things that go on. There's an opportunity here to maybe make a little donation uh, to help those folks because a lot um, a lot of the kids that enroll in ROTC at the high school level um, are not the football players. They're not the cheerleaders. They're not. These are fo- kids that uh, uh, are looking at JROTC as a way to be involved, to be doing something significant, uh, and be, be part of a team. I mm-hmm. mean, that, that's, that's what they're looking at. And some of these things get kind of expensive when they have to go off to a drill team or something like that. There's costs involved. So if you get a chance to make a little donation, it's not much. They don't ask for much. But if you get a chance to make a little donation to support these, uh, th- these kids so they don't have to pay for it themselves, and a lot of these individuals are in Title I schools, and, uh, which, which means that they don't have a lot of uh, resources available personally, so it, it helps out. So it's a, it's a worthy cause. You're having an impact on the, the, the next generation of, uh, of young leaders. And, uh, it's 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 very worthwhile and it'll 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 pay m- multitude of benefits to to our community so how do,
0: how do they make that donation
4: well there's there's several ways just contact uh, if wherever the whatever community you're in contact the, the nearest school that that sponsors JROTC and all, all the major um, all the cities like I say there's 14 programs there's um, there's five Um one, two, three four, five in Lakeland alone oh wow and uh, so uh, just contact a school and and say hey we'd like to, uh, to support at JROTC where can we make a donation or if you need to uh, you know notify me mm-hmm. through the Polk County Veterans Council and uh, and I can direct you to, um, to, to to help and from time to time we do go out with uh, uh, with, with uh, requests um, we had a uh, we had an event last year for example where and one of the schools was was putting on an event and it was going to cost the kids individually about thirty five dollars each mm-hmm. to go well mm-hmm. uh that was a lot of money for, for them so right. we went we went out with a plea and what we did is we said you know for a hundred dollars you can sponsor five kids wow, yeah. of things the the, the uh we, we got enough response from this community and this says a lot about the community we got enough response that every kid got to go and it That's didn't awesome. cost them anything. Wow, yeah, fantastic. so it's Very that nice. it's that kind of thing that that um, you know benefits the the community as a whole, but particularly the, the, the school. And then in return, you know, we, we will ask when there when there are events that that, that uh, maybe um, uh, a service club is putting on or something where they where they want some uh, some assistance. Uh, we'll invite the, the kids uh, to get community service credit, mm-hmm. and uh, they're more than willing to, to do that in, oh, yeah. in return. So uh, so it works both ways, and, uh, and, and and we're we're proud of that. But uh, and then we're also as we as we look forward, <clears throat> I I will say we, we are uh, we're planning our next flight to Washington on uh, uh, on the twenty third of uh, April of two thousand and twenty four. Okay. So, for those of you out there that have been asking, uh, it's uh, it's going to be on Tuesday, the twenty third of uh, of April, and uh, we're taking applications. Just go to the dot com website, and uh, you can download an application, both for as a as a veteran, or as a guardian. Either one, you can uh, download, and uh, so we're we're doing that and. Uh, we're also getting ready for other events during the fall, as we turn in and and anticipate cooler weather. Oh my goodness! You know? That would be nice. It cannot nice. come fast uh, enough, can it? Yeah, no. It's uh, we've we're, we've got we're going to have our annual 9/11 Day of Remembrance ceremony in Winter Haven, on uh, on September the 11th, and then uh, I should also mention that for for those um, students who might be interested in securing a a Military Service Academy nomination from Congressman uh, Franklin, Uh, we are going to have an Academy Day on uh, the 9th of September, and uh, that will be held at the the Polk State College Safety Center behind the Sheriff's Office over off of Jim Keene uh, Highway. And uh, uh, we encourage anybody that's interested, uh, the the younger the better. Uh, You can't wait until you're a senior to... To to start the application process, but we'll 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 show you how to go about that and uh, and be ahead of the game, and then of course we're we're getting ready for other events: our Warrior Walk in October, our Veterans Day programs mm-hmm. uh, on uh, in November. So, uh, we're getting ready for a, a busy fall, and it's it's all fun, and it's all exciting, and yeah. and we're looking forward to it. Hopefully, nobody's
1: <clears> shoes <throat> will be uh, melting to the sidewalk by that time.
4: <laughs> exactly, yeah. No, this is this is. Mm. This has been uh, a little bit unpleasant, but um, it is it is summer, mm. and this is Florida, and uh, we just have to remember w- yeah. what winters are like. Yeah, you know? I
1: I I wish I could remember. <laughs> um, no, I I, um, I can't remember. did my uh, lawn Saturday morning, uh-huh. and I made sure that I was done, you know, before noon, because at noon it was ninety already. Yeah. So yeah, uh, the, I got done maybe. It, you got to do it early. I, I just had little side things that I got, that I had to do, but I got through with the mower by like quarter till 12.
4: Yeah. And uh, I was like, I did the same thing. Do it, do it I early. I was nasty and grubby <coughs> and oof. I had to hose myself <laughs> off. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's, uh, but this, this too shall pass and we'll, uh, we'll enjoy the rest of the year. Mm. And, uh, you know, but, uh, but no, it's, it's, uh, uh, things are going well we've got uh, we, we've got uh, we get great support in this community as as you know and uh, uh, you all do a do a great job supporting us here and and we uh, the veterans are, uh, veterans appreciate it I mean they really do it's uh, uh, we, we have we have people that come here that uh, will say we we never we never had this where I came from or mm. whatever we never had this kind of support so it's a, it's, it's a testimony to the community here and, and how much... Uh,
1: it is, and I think they, I think uh, you do a good job of getting the word out as well uh, about uh, the services that, that are available. Right. Uh, maybe where they came from, the services are there, they just don't hear
4: about it. Right, exactly. You know? And the, one of the big things, of course, over the years that, that I've been here is the whole health care issue with, uh, for veterans. But mm. for those of you that may be driving down Lakeland Highlands Road, uh, headed to Sam's or someplace down there. If you look behind, you'll see coming out of the ground yep. is the new uh, VA uh, clinic that uh, is scheduled to open either in March or April of next year. Now we'll see if they if they it's make it. It will be nice. It will be nice. It it uh, it it will it will be five times larger than what we have now. Mm. And uh, the 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 clinic that's there now is about twenty thousand square feet, and and it's really limited in how many uh, how many uh, uh, veterans it can can take and, uh, and the new place
1: will will we'll, uh, actually help uh, some of the veterans from not having to go over to the haley in, in Tampa
4: exactly and, uh, and and that's and, and that's going to be the big gain in in, in all this is mm. the, the new facility is supposed to be somewhere around 1100 uh, excuse me a hundred eleven thousand square feet nice and uh, <clears throat> so we'll have more doctors which will which will reduce the load and there'll be other services that right now that like you say land uh, they have to go to Haley for, uh, they'll be able to do uh, to do here, and we we, cool. we, we kind of like really where it is too because it helps the east side of the county, mm. uh, Lake Wales, uh, Winter Haven, and and and, play, and from from the other side of the Hale, Haines City, etc. There's a lot of veterans over there that that many of whom have to wind up going to Orlando the Orlando clinic or uh, all the way to Haley, and this mm. will will help that that as well. Fantastic. So we're looking forward to that. So, all right, but uh, yeah, sounds good. Lots if of you, going on.
1: all this information can be found online as well, right? Right. You
4: just go to Polk Council and uh, and uh, if you if you need something, shoot an email to us and uh, and we'll answer. Awesome, right.
1: Colonel Gary okay. Clark, uh, Polk County Veterans Council. Colonel Clark, always awesome to see you uh, and hope you have a great month and we will see you in September. Is that a song? See yeah. you in September. See you in
4: <laughs> something, something like that. Yeah. Good. <laughs>
0: that wraps up this week's edition of the program. Thank you for tuning in and join us again next Sunday for Polk County This Week.
1: Polk County This Week is a public affairs presentation of Hall Communications.